The Dan Bongino Show. Get ready to hear the truth about America with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, good Friday morning to you, Dan. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't say this enough. You turn away from the television for five minutes and, like, uh, you know, the news goes crazy on you. And <laughs> Man, I, got, I feel like I have to sit in front of the TV all day uh, to get to the uh, the news of the day to, to be able to fill you in in 45 minutes or so. All right, let's get right to it. No more BS in here. So, uh, folks, the lying never stops. I'm absolutely disgusted right now. Um, horrified. Uh, I mean, when does it end with these people on the Democrat side? What are we talking about now? Because, um, sadly... With the Democrats, you have to say that. I mean, usually with breaking news, like, oh, Bongino's talking about X or he's talking about Y. Mm-hmm. Um, the breaking news with the Democrats, their scandalous, outrageous, corrupt behavior. Uh, we really don't know what's going on. Uh, so let me just uh, describe to you what's uh, infuriating me today. So it broke yesterday. Let, let me just uh, wait, let me let me kind of lay this out for you. Here's what we're going to be talking about today. We're uh-huh. going to be talking a little bit about again gaslighting. How Democrats will tell you a lie, tell it confidently, and isolate you from the truth. But we're also going to be talking about uh, how the Democrats always accuse others of what they're doing themselves in an effort to distract you from what's really going on. Uh, number one, how many times, Joe, did we hear during the election from Democrats mm. the election was rigged? It's rigged. Nausea. It's rigged. The election yeah. was rigged all the time, right? We heard this right. all the time. Well, today, uh, well, yesterday we found out, yes, um, yes. the Democrats <laughs> were right. The election was rigged by Hillary. Now, folks, <laughs> this is where I want to, I'm not, I'm, I'm in a, I'm, I'm not in a good mood today. I'm in a good mood to do the show. Mm. I told you I'd never do a show if I didn't feel like it, which I'm always in the mood. But my gym was closed this morning. Oh. And I drove all the way over there, and I was very upset about it. So I had to work out in my garage, which was 57,000 degrees, mm. and I, it, it was driving me nuts. Oh, so we got to put up with you, huh? Yes. So t- Yes, you do. Today was Zercher <laughs> squat day, too. So squatting in your garage at 530 no, in the morning no. with 285 pounds no. it, hanging in your elbows is Dude. not fun, uh, especially when it's 1,000 degrees. Oh. But So I'm, I'm particularly salty today. But uh. these lying... Uh, they... The election, this was their talking point. The election was rigged. And now a Democrat yesterday, Donna Brazil, the former head of the DNC, a, a known lifetime Democrat. This is a Democrat for all you liberal dopes out there with skulls 65 feet thick. Listen to me. This is a Democrat, Donna Brazil, who put out a book yesterday, was the head of the DNC, who says in, in, in no uncertain terms in her book that the election was rigged. That Hillary Clinton, in case you missed the piece, folks, she was the head of the DNC. She took over after Debbie Wasserman Schultz unceremoniously had to step aside for allegations of, 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 of just political malpractice, frankly. Brazil comes in there and finds out that Hillary Clinton had basically bought off the Democratic National Committee. This is the kicker, folks. Before she was the nominee. Mm. This was not the Hillary Clinton National Committee. It was the Democrat National Committee. They were supposed to support Democrats running both in the state and at the federal level. Hillary Clinton saw an opening, which she always does, because as I've told you, and I work for this woman, she is a horrible human being who is a total manipulator and she is a liar. I work for her, folks. She's a liar. I know I'm a Republican. I know I don't like her. I get that. You don't. You can discount what I'm telling you. That's fine. I, I really don't care. 
I'm telling you, I've never said that about Obama personally, but I'm telling you about Hillary. She is a awful human being and a liar who treated people terribly. I remember a female Secret Service agent who almost quit working for her one day because she was so awful to her. Well, I'm not kidding. I remember the day. I remember exactly where she was going and exactly where I was. I remember Bill asking for her, oh, where's my wife? Where's my wife? Well, she'd be here sooner if the female agent with her wasn't threatening to quit right now. And you many of you know who the female agent is because she's been on TV a lot. Mm. Yeah, that happened. Because that's the kind of person Hillary is. So Hillary saw an opportunity with the bankrupt DNC. They had a lot of debt, folks. The Democrat National Committee, the blanket organization that's supposed to support Democrats across the country. So what did she do? She engaged in her typical standard manipulation. She came in and she said, oh, so you guys have money problems? Yeah, we'll take care of that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to raise a little bit of money. And here's how the scam works, okay? For those of you who don't understand the scam. And I saw this, but and, and let, me, let me just be clear on this because I want to be fair here. Republicans and Democrats both do this. It's what I'm about to describe. It's not illegal, but it's still kind of a scam because right. it's a way around to arbitrage the rules. There are, there are very specific rules, which I think, are frankly, are pretty dumb, but they're the rules nonetheless about how much money people can donate to a campaign. I think on a federal campaign, it's like $2,700 now, right, per campaign. So if I were to run for Congress again, which I'm not ever, but if I were to. You can donate twenty seven hundred to me in my primary campaign, and say twenty seven hundred for the general. That's it. It is twenty seven hundred. Yeah, twenty seven hundred. Okay, thanks, Joe. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, Joe, look at Joe. He's like the audience uh, fact checker now, too. This guy's great. <laughs> Does everything. Producer, ombudsman, fact checker. Of uh, you know, a character creator. <laughs> so, as a way around that. The way they used to do it when I was out at events for Obama and Bush when I was on the president's details is pretty clever, folks. They come in and they say. Hey, uh, Mr. Moneybags, Thurston Howell, we know you have more than, say, $5,400, right? $2,700 primary, $2,700 general. You know, simple math, $5,400. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to write a check for $300 plus thousand. You may say, well, how is that going to happen? You can only donate $5,400. Well, you're going to write a bunch of separate checks to come into this Mm -hmm. event and meet Obama or meet Bush. Because, again, this happened on both sides. My point isn't that... My, the point I'm trying to make is Hillary used the system to screw up. Obama didn't do that, and neither did Bush. They manipulated the rules in the same way, but not to benefit them. Out in, in, now let me just keep going, because I, I, this is really important to me. So they'll say, Thurston, Howell, Mr. Howell, you yeah. need to write, say, 15 separate checks. You're going to write 2700 for a primary, 2700 for a general. You're going to write a $10,000 check to the various state committees, mm-hmm. and you're going to write a, say, $10,000 check to this victory fund or whatever. And it say the money, it's a, whatever, $150,000, $200,000. It's a way to milk the donors. That happens all the time. So we're clear on that. Republicans do it. Democrats do it. It's not illegal, although it is a scam. It's a typical scam, and it's a way around these funding limits, which I think are dumb anyway, but they're still the rules, right? Right. You follow me so far? Oh, yes. I what, Hillary, <laughs> Thurston, what Hillary did, which is unbelievably Hillary-like, is Hillary said, well, we're going to shuttle some of that money to the DNC through the state committees you're writing the checks to, Thurston, okay? All right. So you're writing a $10,000 check to the New York Democrat Party, whatever it may be, the Minnesota Democrat Party. We're going to... You know, wink, wink, nod, nod. Make sure that money makes its way back to the DNC. All right? All right. Now, what's the problem with this? You know, it wouldn't be an issue if it stopped there. Again, Bush and Obama both did that. 
where Hillary did a very Hillary-like thing. And she said, and what's going to happen, though, is you're going to effectively turn over control of the DNC to us. Wait, 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 time out. Under the hood for review, red flag on the field. <laughs> you're, you're not the nominee, Hillary. You were, she was fighting Bernie Sanders for the nomination. So in an, in an, in an unbelievably Hillary-like move, and, Ob- and Obama did not do this. Well, he, well, Obama could do it because he had no primary opponent. You know what I'm saying? For re-election, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Yeah. But Hillary had a primary opponent who was about to beat her in Bernie Sanders, and she effectively money laundered money through the state committees, through big donors, back to the DNC in exchange for controlling the DNC and leveraging its power against Bernie Sanders before she was the nominee. Folks, this is a Democrat telling you this. A Democrat. The piece is in Politico, otherwise known as Bullshitco. I I muted myself there. (laughs) But it's a good piece nonetheless. I'm not going to. I will put it in the show notes at Bongino.com. Again, if you subscribe to my email list, I'll email you the piece. It's long. Please read it. I'm begging you because it's a Democrat's account of Democrat scandals. I'm just relaying to you the information about how Democrats are entirely full of crap all the time, every time, every day, 24-7, 365. They are never, ever telling you the truth, ever. The election was rigged. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Hillary rigged it. Here's a Democrat's account of how she rigged it. They, and when I say control the DNC, I mean control. Donna Brazil talks about how they couldn't do a press release without it being vetted by the Hillary staff. Wait, wait, let me get this straight. The Democrat National Committee is supposed to support Democrats running for office. Could not do a press release unless a Democrat who had bought off the system approved the press release first. Joe, what do you think the likelihood that a press release coming out celebrating the the accomplishments of Bernie Sanders was going to be after Hillary bought off the DNC. What do you think the chances of that happening Somewhere between zero and zero, I'd say. Zero and zero, and somewhere between zero and zero on that zero to zero scale is zero. There is no chance that was going to happen. So I'm in the... Now, keep in mind, this morning I'm unusually pissed off in my garage because the gym is closed, again, which I can't say enough. I don't... It was like some fire alarm or something. And I got to work out. I got to do kettlebells. I'm like, ah... So I have uh, Fox on my SiriusXM app on my phone. And I hear Jamu Green, who is a liberal commentator, again, and it's just, I, I mean, I, I, I'm glad I heard it because I was so enraged at what she said that it made the subsequent Zercher squat sets, the suicidal Widowmaker sets where you take 10 reps and you do 20. So you're like, <laughs> Breathing at rep 18, you're like. (laughs) You can barely, like your lungs are ready to explode. I was so mad I got through the set, no problem. Because what does Jammu Green do? Jammu Green, who rarely, I I mean it, you know, once in a while there are liberal commentators who I disagree with, but I like having them on because they're entertaining. I like Chris Hahn. I argue with him on Judge Jeanine all the time. argue with him on Hannity. Uh, when I was guest hosting last week. But I, I like Chris. I really do. I mean, you know, some of you may be like, why do you like Because he's fun to have on the air. He's fun to argue with. I, yeah. I, I really, really enjoy um, Austin Goolsby, economic advisor to Obama. Super smart. Super wrong. <laughs> but super smart and fun to talk to. Not a bad guy. 
Jamu Green, I don't, I don't go know what this woman's talking about ever. She's on Fox this morning, and she goes, "This is all. Uh, this is." <laughs> I got to get my druthers. I got to get. I got to get everything like in a line here, because I'm really, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm so like super pissed off. She goes, "This is all more evidence of sexism." Oh, <laughs> what? Wait, wait, Joe, 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 Joe. What? Donna is now. Let me ask. This is not again. Joe, this is not a trick question. It's not a setup. Once in a while, I set Joe up. Very rarely. This is not one. Do you think Donna Brazil is a man or a woman? Oh, I think Donna's a woman. Donna is a woman. Yes, Donna's a woman. This is not a a how many genders liberal test. This is not a trick question. That is a very good guess. You would be right. Donna Brazil's a woman. Now, if you've been listening, which Joe, I know you have, is Donna Brazil a Democrat or a Republican? Uh, she's a Democrat. Ben. She's a Democrat. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We got winner, winner, chicken dinner. We got a winner over there in Maryland. Joe Armacost, who has guessed, uh, guessed incredibly two, two out of two today that Donna Brazil is a woman and is a Democrat. <sighs> Joe, now yeah. that you've heard the story, okay. who exposed this Hillary story I'm talking about in Politico? Uh, that would be... That would be Donna, Dan. Donna Brazil, that ding, 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 three for three. This guy's amazing. He <sighs> is on a roll today. He is now three for three. A female Democrat wrote a piece in Politico exposing mm. this Hillary Clinton scam, and Jamu Green goes on Fox and says that's evidence of sexism. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is not a reason to utterly humiliate these liberal idiots, I don't know what is. It's sexism? A liberal female Democrat exposes scamming Hillary's scams to all of America, and another liberal Democrat hack goes on Fox and says it's evidence of sexism. Oh, gosh, I can't. I can't with these people. Folks, yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not kidding. I'm not messing around with you. The, the country is totally lost right now. 50% of it is just completely clueless. I was talking to a woman yesterday, you all know from Fox. I'm not dropping, I'm not going to tell you her name or anything, but, you know, we we had a nice conversation for about an hour yesterday and we were lamenting the fact that the, the stupidity of liberals has turned into, a, we're in a very dangerous place. I, I'm, I'm not kidding, folks. You know we are at, we're at war with these people now. It's not it's not physical yet on our side. It is on their side. Antifa and these other violent thugs. Um, it is on their side. Um, it's not on our side, thankfully, and it should. You know, I, hopefully, it will never be. I, I really I can't say that enough. But these people have abandoned America. They lie to you. They manipulate you. They curse you. They attack you. They accuse you of the most abhorrent, disgusting things, racism, misogyny, misogyny. I have a wife and two daughters, you mother, you disgusting pieces of garbage. This is what they do to us. You bring up the fact that a Democrat woman exposed a unquestionably rigged election for Hillary. And the best you've got is that it was you accuse others of sexism, us. Joe, you are a Republican. Are you a member of the DNC? Uh, no, I'm not. So how the hell did we rig it, you dope? Not you, but these other idiots. How did we rig the election? We're not even Democrats. 
I didn't even, I got to get to this tax thing today too, folks. So bear with me because I got a number of emails yesterday. I'm a little salty about the emails too, because I got an email from a guy. I love emails, even the negative ones. But what I don't like is emails when people email me and they go, how did you miss this? And it's like, what do you mean? Did you even listen to the show? How did I miss what? The the guy's like, how did you miss this? And he goes on this big, long thing. That was the whole topic of yesterday's show. Hmm. So I have to kind of readdress some things about this tax plan, because I think people are seriously confused about this thing. Seriously, I think people, they're confused about my position. It's Mm. like you didn't listen to the show. So I still got to get to that, but I'm not done yet. So narrative number one, the election was rigged. Yep, we're right. Hillary did it as confirmed by a Democrat woman who's now a sexist, apparently. Hmm. Second, I'm not going to dig into this one too deep again, but uh, collusion, Russian collusion. Yes, there was with Hillary and the DNC. They admitted to it. They've already admitted to funding the Russian effort to to pump false information into the U.S. electoral process, which made it onto Obama's desk. They've already admitted to funding this, folks. This is not a mystery. Now, Hillary will say to you over and over, which she did yesterday, because she's a liar. She is an awful person. Never forget that story about the female agent that almost quit her job because she's so awful. Mm. I was I, I know the story. I was on the phone with the person when it happened. She is an awful, awful person. She is rude. She is obnoxious. She is a manipulator. She is a liar. She is a terrible, awful, evil person. And I'm telling you right now that anyone around her with it, I'm not talking about the political hacks. I'm talking about straight-laced, upstanding men and women. Not the staffers, but people out of work with her from the military and the Secret Service. You take a poll of, you know, 90 or 100 of them or whatever, you will get 30 or 40% of them willing to go on the record if you put a, a you know, if, 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 once they retire. If you were to take a book, they would say to you, this woman was awful. So she's sitting there yesterday and she says, oh, yeah, with the Fusion GPS thing. But we only picked up the contract after the Republicans let it go. Yes, point stipulated. Nobody's questioning that. The right. Washington Free Beacon is already admitted, which is a conservative-leaning outlet, to funding opposition research on Trump and other candidates. Here's the difference again for the 10,000th time because she's lying to you. It's not the opposition research anybody has a beef with. Joe, have I not been saying this for now three, four months? Made it very clear, Dan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, It is not. I have had opposition research done. I've had it done on me. Nobody's saying that. Hillary, stop lying. What we're saying is you guys paid for the dossier. That's a fact, not the Washington Free Beacon. They didn't pay for that. You paid for it, and Obama used it to attack his political enemies. That's a fact. You already admitted to it. The corruption, the unmasking, the Uranium One deal, the violent behavior, the violent ads. You know, the same people, Joe, the same clowns who targeted Sarah Palin, for putting a bullseye on a congressional district, a image used repeatedly over yeah. and over over time Remember. to suggest targeting, not violence. Look, right. here's, where we're, here's what we're aiming for, but used repeatedly. These same imbeciles who said that that targeting led to the shooting of Gabby Giffords by a maniac 
are the same people who put out an ad in the Virginia governor's race of a guy in a truck trying to run down minority children just days before a a minority Muslim radical Islamic fundamentalist actually ran people down in New York. Again, liberals accusing you of things that liberals almost universally now refuse to acknowledge themselves, which is the, the, the pernicious effect of radical Islamic terror. These people are nothing but liars. They lie to you all the time. And when they get caught in the lie, like Jammu Green and all of these other people, when they're caught red-handed by their own people, exposing the corruption amongst the Democrats, what do they do, Joe? Right back to identity politics, accusing us of the most disgusting things around. Mm-hmm. The istophobic istophobe behavior. The istophobic phobophobic isms. This is all they have. I'm begging you, vote these imbeciles out of office everywhere. I don't want to see a Democrat left standing anywhere. Listen, I know the Republican Party sucks right now. I get it. The establishment. There's some good people out there. The Mike Lees, the Ted Cruz's, and uh, the Rand Paul's of the world. And you have principal folks too, you know. You, you have people I, you know, I don't agree with on every issue, but guys like Amash, who, who you know, they believe what they say. The establishment GOP, I get it, has largely abandoned you. And evidenced by yesterday's tax plan, I think that's becoming more clear. Mm. But folks, the Democrats are a disgusting party of filth right now. They are a filth. I'm not talking about rank and file people. And I, I can't say that enough. I'm not talking about members of the Democrat Party around the country because there are a lot of people upset about this too. The organized Democrat Party is a filth bag. It is a bag of filth. It is a diseased, disgusting identity politics party that has nothing up its sleeve other than the fact that you are evil, you hate people, you're a racist, you're a misogynist, you're a xenophobic, you hate immigrants, and you hate everyone. They are actually accusing uh, people of sexism against Hillary Clinton for being exposed by a female Democrat. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Jammu Green should be embarrassed. She should be hard, but she's not. She's proud. Joe, I, I guarantee you she's proud of herself for that. Mm-hmm. Look what I did. I lied to everybody. And I told them sexism, sexism, sexism. And now uh, and she'll double down. If Jammu Green gets wind of this, Jammu, you know what she'll accuse us of? What do you think she'll accuse us of? Oh, uh, some kind of phobism. Some kind of phobism. Jammu yeah. Green happens to be black. She'll accuse us of racism. I okay. guarantee, folks, I guarantee you take it to the bank. That's all they have. These are not independent thinkers. They have no capacity to put together a coherent thought at all. None. All right. Let's take a break here for a second. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at uh, My Patriot Supply. You know, preparedness matters, folks. Uh, you you got to be prepared. With all the threats from, you know, North Korea, we've seen these violent storms. You know, we saw what happened in Katrina, too. We had breakdown, societal breakdown for just a little while. You know, we got it back together. But that little while mattered to you. You know, you can't go without food for more than a couple of weeks. I mean, you're not you're just not going to make it, folks. I mean, if you have a family, I mean, you really want to hear your kids, you know, crying out for free. I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, gosh, what that would be like. I mean, it would be horrifying. They said we're only four missed meals away, you know, from chaos here. You know, society's a thin crust in a volcano, which has been said many times. Folks, you got to be prepared. Please go out and pick up a box of emergency food today. Go to My Patriot Supply. There, well, the website is preparewithdan.com. I'm so excited. I can barely get through this. 
And preparewithdan.com, they will send you a month's supply of emergency food for just $99. You only need water to prepare it. It lasts for 25 years. Folks, the best day of your life is the day you never need this stuff. But I cannot say enough. It's better to have it and not need it than to need this and not have it. You know, don't assume that food supply chain is always going to be there for you. That could be a potentially deadly assumption on your part. Go pick up a box of emergency food. Do what I did. Pick up a couple boxes. I, I went to preparewithdan.com. I picked up the fruit and veggie kit. I have a couple boxes of food. I have the breakfast kit. I've got four or five boxes in there because I've got kids. Go pick up that box of emergency food today. Go to preparewithdan.com. Be prepared. Better to have this stuff and not need it than to need it. God forbid you don't have it. All right. Uh, even, you know, now moving on to this tax thing, because I'm just, I heard that this morning and I'm like, okay, there's the show topic for today. Here we go. Meanwhile, there was a thousand other things I wanted to discuss. The tax plan. Um, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. Let me just, I, I thought I made that clear yesterday because of the upper rates. I guess not because a guy tweeted me, how did you miss this? I said, miss what? The fact that people who are wealthy are not going to be better off. I, I thought I said this. Yeah. Did yeah. I not, you want to rewind yesterday's show? What do you mean I missed it? Um, and remember, too, the show we record the show at, between ten and eleven. The thing came out. I folks, I had five minutes before I got on the air to get. You know, it's not easy for me to digest all this stuff in five minutes. In addition to the other stuff, so you know, I didn't miss it. I matter of fact, I, I thought we put out there that the what you needed to hear right when you needed to hear it. We were one of the first people in podcasts to be able to report on it. The Democrats are lying about it again, um, and it's just. Here's the irony of this tax plan. What's the Democrat talking point on this thing, Joe, that you've been hearing? Oh, the rich. rich, This is a tax plan for the rich. The irony of this whole plan, and the reason I personally think that the the plan right now is not very good, folks, to be candid, and I'm going to give you the reasons in a minute, is the exact opposite. This plan will do wonders. If you're a middle class or, you know, the guy who operates my studio in my house middle class earner he asked me yesterday because he knows this is what i do for a living uh he said dan how is this going to affect me i said kurt you're gonna make out like a bandit i mean you really are if you are a middle class or lower uh lower income uh category person individual right now uh married or single you're gonna do damn well under this thing you're gonna do very well my problem with the plan is people in my income category and higher we're some of us are going to get screwed now you may say if you're a democrat not if you're a good conservative but if you're a democrat or a liberal listening you may say well dan you know if you're in the upper income categories you don't need a tax cut it's not about what i need i know i don't need it i don't need it i don't need any more money i'm not going to die if i don't get a raise it's not about what i need it's about what's good for the economy do you get that? It's not about what I need. It is about what is good for the economy overall. And as I've said in the last two shows, and I will repeat again, the top rate impacts one in 150 people. But those one in 150 people currently earn 20% of the money. If the top tax rate does not go down, which his tax plan doesn't do, it doesn't cut the top tax rate, One at 20 out of every $100 in the economy is still going to be continue to be taxed at the high rate. It sucks money out of the economy. It's not about what I need. I'm telling you I don't need it. 
I don't need it. I don't need the tax cut. There's nothing. My lifestyle is not going to change one bit if my taxes go up 10% or down 10%. It's, it's not. Mm. Because my wife and I don't live a very uh, extravagant lifestyle. We have a middle-class house and a middle-class neighbor. The only thing I have that's worth, uh, that's probably not middle-class, I guess, is my Raptor. That's it. I, I'm, just, I'm Listen, folks, you're entitled to know. I, I don't speak with forked tongue, but I don't. there's nothing we have that's extravagant. We have a middle, maybe upper middle income home. It's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's maybe $500,000. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's not, I mean, it's nothing amazing. You know, no one go, oh my gosh, you guys look amazing. It's a nice place. Keep in mind, 500000 in New York barely gets you a starter home. Right. But it's not about what I need. And this is where this plan is not going to do well. Now, let me just dispel the stupid ignorant, unbelievably naive Democrat talking point that this plan benefits the rich. It is the exact opposite. Even the Washington Post, Joe, the Washington Post, the hack far left propaganda machine gave the Democrats an astonishing four Pinocchios, meaning that's a guaranteed lie. The Washington Post on their claim that this won't benefit the middle class. Folks, think about what I just told you. The Democrats propaganda arm in the Washington Post Gave the Democrats four Pinocchios. In other words, you're definitely lying for saying this won't benefit the middle class. Let's go through it. If you're a single middle income person, right, you now pay, you're gonna uh, 12% on all, you're gonna pay all, uh, you're gonna pay 12%, I'm sorry, on all income under $45,000. With the standard deduction being uh, doubled to twelve thousand, you're basically going to pay roughly twelve percent on fifty-seven thousand dollars or income alone. Let me just sum that up for you. If you earn, if you are an income earner, mm-hmm. not a small business, an income earner, and you're making fifty-seven thousand on your single fifty-seven thousand dollars a year or less, you are going to pay close to a flat rate of twelve, roughly twelve percent. Folks, that's a pretty darn big tax cut considering you were paying 15% on large swaths of that income in the past. Combine that with the child deduction if you're a single parent with a child. Combine that with the doubling of the standard deduction, as I just said. You are going to get a very nice tax cut. Very nice. If you're making $57,000, again, depending on what your status is with children, what your status is with deductions in the past, if you've used them or not, you could wind up with a couple thousand extra dollars in your pocket. That's not a joke, folks. That's not a joke. If you get a refund at the end of the year, it's the difference between you getting zero and you getting potentially five hundred to two thousand dollars. That's real money. Mm-hmm. That's not fake money. That's not monopoly money. Five hundred to two thousand bucks by you know, in some cases a down payment on a car. This is real money. Now, you want propaganda and a bunch of a load of malarkey, go to some liberal thing and they'll tell you, this is, these are just the facts. As again, the crazy Washington Post is even acknowledged. You are a single, uh, single middle class earner, 57000 or below in income. You are going to make out very well. Now, if you're married, here's where it gets really nice for the middle class. I'm giving you the pros and the cons. This is the pros for you. You're a middle income earner. You'll pay 12% now on income under 90K with the standard deduction at 24,000, double for you and your wife, right? Mm-hmm. You will now pay 12% on income, $114,000 or less if you are married. 
was roughly 15% on the past on large swaths of that income. Again, if you are married with children, the although the personal exemption goes away, the standard deduction is doubled. The deduction for children, Joe, goes from 1000 to 1600 hmm. You have four or five kids. You have two kids like me. You're talking about 1200 more in deductions that weren't there in the past. And credits for those kids. This is a big tax cut for you. So again, the Democrats' BS garbage talking point, they're going to screw the middle class in favor of the rich, is exactly wrong. It is a total lie. There are people not going to do well under this. But I tell, I'm telling you with a thousand percent certainty, it sure as hell ain't the middle class. If you are a married couple making 114000 or less, you are going to get a tax cut from roughly 14 15%. Again, there's a lot of variables in there, but you are going to get a tax cut to down to about 12%. And if you have a lot of kids, you're going to get a pretty heavy tax cut. Those are the facts. Now, liberals, again, they have zero, zero, you know, I mean, they're just, they're filthy. They're just filthy. They just lie all the time. Tell you, oh, the middle class is going to get soaked. How are you going to get soaked? There's almost no one in the middle class that loses under this plan. Just pisses me off, man. All right. Now, the 25% bracket, which used to be the 28% bracket. This is where it gets interesting. All right. They bumped up the 25% bracket to 200,000 and 260k for married folks. So that that's good too because if you're between 114 and 200, you're going to do well too because the the limits you're going to do if you're 200,000 or below, you're going to do pretty darn well under this plan. You because it was a 28%, now it's about 25%. Here's the bad part. This is where people like me where I'm going to get screwed over it. The 35% bracket, which was now $417,000 for single and married, now affects people making 200000 single and 260000 married. So that's, that's in those income ranges, folks, 200000 or above, it's about, a 10, it's about a 10 percentage point tax hike for me. Mm. That's a lot. That's a lot of money I'm going to lose on this. Now. The 39.6% bracket is now 418 to 500,000 if you're married, 500,000 if you're married, 418 if you're single. This gets bumped up if you're married to a million. So you know, that's the, kind of the trade-off. You're a married couple that makes a million. You would have paid the 39.6% rate at a half a million. Now you're going to pay it at a million. But folks, for the people who make, this is where I, I know this gets confusing with the numbers. Let me just leave it at this because I don't want to bore you to death. And by the way, a Daily Signal has an unbelievable piece on this. I encourage you to read. It's the best one I've read on the tax cuts and explains all of this. I will put it in the show notes today. But if you're making between $200,000 and $500,000 and $500,000 and or over a million dollars, so $200,000 to $500,000 single, over a million dollars if you're married, you're going to get hurt pretty bad on this. You're going to get sopped pretty bad. You're, you're, and, and not to mention, you're going to lose the state and local tax deduction. Even worse, Joe, mm-hmm. they, eliminated the dedu- they eliminated the deduction for state and local taxes. So if you live in a blue state with pretty high state and local taxes, your income mm-hmm. taxes in the state, we don't have that in Florida, thank God. You are now going to pay the full load on that. 
not only are you going to pay the full load, what they did is a mistake. They they didn't eliminate the deduction for property taxes, but they capped it at $10,000. Mm. So what does that mean, Joe? A lot mm. of these places with state and local taxes are now going to move a lot of their tax load onto property taxes because their citizens in those states can deduct them. Oh, it's going to be a big problem, uh, folks. If you are, So the Democrat talking points on this are totally nonsense. People who are paying in the past were paying a 25% bracket are now going to be moved up uh, now into the 35% bracket. We're going to pay a lot of money. If you were living in a blue state and you're relatively wealthy, you're going to pay a lot of money too because you're not going to be able to deduct your state and local taxes anymore and your property taxes are capped at 10000 My point in this is not a boo-hoo story. Again, I can't emphasize enough. I don't need it. I get it. I don't need a tax cut. It's not about what I need. It is about allowing people who have earned capital and earned money and have money to use that money, Joe, effectively to put it back in the economy and not lowering that top rate from 39.6% back to the Reagan rates of 28%, I think is going to limit the growth potential of this. Now, I owe you a position on it as it stands now. It's only fair. You listen to the show. If you said to me now, you know, proverbial gun to the head. Do you take the tax code now or do you pass this bill? I pass it. Even though, I, I, folks, listen, this hurts me. I don't speak with forked tongue. I don't do well. But I would rather see the money filter back into the middle class right now than what we have now. Gun to the head, this or what we have now, I take this. Now, what am I asking of you? What I'm asking of you in the audience, very simply, is to, t- to talk to anyone who will listen, your local legislators, your federal legislator, anyone who has influence in this process, because it's not done yet. We have got to get the top rate from where it is now, that 39.6 rate, and that new 25% bracket, which is going to ensnare a lot of people now in the quarter million category you're up. People who have money, they can invest in the economy. That should be one bracket. It should be 10 and maybe 28%. That's it. And that 28% bracket should be the highest rate. That makes sense, Joe? What, yeah. It's 39.6 now. Dump it to 28. Yeah. That, why do I say 28? That was the rate yeah. in the Reagan years when we had explosive growth. Okay. Now, the corporate rate is going down. The corporate rate is going to go down from 35 to 20. That's a very good idea. Uh, mm-hmm. There's As noted in the Daily Signal, which I think is important, the corporate rate was lowered in Canada in 2007. The business tax... And folks, conveniently, their wages grew faster than any comparable country. This is in the piece. So the corporate rate will offset, the cut in the corporate rate from 35 to 20% will offset some of the damage due to upper income earners because a lot of them are invested in stocks and a lot of them are invested in businesses that I think will do quite well underneath this plan, uh, under this plan. Here's one other thing you may have missed in the coverage yesterday, which shockingly was not put out there, Joe, which you may you know find interesting too. They are expanding 529 plans, these college savings plans. Yeah. They are expanding them to K-12 education, which is excellent. Excellent huh. idea. So now, under this plan, you're going to be able to invest in a 529 plan and use that money. It's post-tax money that you invest in a 529 plan. You used to be able to use only for college. You're going to be able to invest in, say, private school, religious school, whatever it may be for your kids, okay. K all the way to 12, which for me, that helps me a lot. 
Uh, also, one other kind of downside to this: the tax breaks for second homes goes away. I think that's a mistake. I think the uh, if we're again, if we're gonna if we're gonna zero this thing out, let's zero it out everywhere. Let's not just hit the real estate industry. Let's just flat tax it all away. Because now you listen. Buy. I I know you. Oh my gosh, you want a tax break for a second home, folks? It's not about that. I know there. I'm not doing class warfare like these idiots on the left. I get it. That's all. Oh, check it, homes, rich people. Thurston Howell, go get them. <laughs> what What would you like to happen? So these these wealthy folks have this money. You What do you want them to do? Burn it? Would you rather them go buy a second home? Oh, which, by the way, puts construction workers to work, which puts steel workers to work, which puts concrete block manufacturers to work, R- tile people who produce roofing tiles at work, produces window manufacturers. At work. Yeah, this is stupid class warfare you should never play. Se- forget about the second home buyer. Think about the second home builder. So now you're going to pay, if you're very wealthy and you have a second home, you're not, there are tax breaks you get for that are going to go away. But again, if we're going to wipe clean all these deductions and all these uh, expenditures to, uh, in the, in the, um, these uh, tax expenditures in the code there, then we should do it fairly all at one time. So to sum this up, if you're middle class and you're single or married, you're going to do very well under this plan. If you are single in a blue state, and you classify most of your high income as income and not capital gains, you're mm-hmm. probably going to get worked over. And if you're married, you're probably going to get worked over pretty badly. All right. That's, the, that's what's infuriating about this whole thing because the Democrats mm-hmm. can't even get their talking points right. Yeah, someone's getting screwed by this, but it ain't the middle class. And like I said, even the Washington Post called BS. All right. Uh, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at CRTV where I work. Hey, please go sign up for CRTV. We got Phil Robertson's show, Mark Levin's show, Stephen Crowder's show, Steve Dace's show, Michelle Malkin's show. All available. You can watch it on your computer. That's where I keep it up on my computer. There's ways to sling it to your TV. You can watch it on your smartphone. All available at CRTV.com. Go there today. Put in promo code Bongino for $10 off. It's, it works out to be less than $10 a month uh, when you pick this stuff up. And it's the best conservative content out there on the web. Go check it out. CRTV.com. Use promo code Bongino for $10 off. Folks, I understand that was confusing. I just, I got a little upset yesterday that email. It said, like, I missed it. In other words, he's saying, hey, the guy who wrote me the email is like, I'm relatively well to do mm-hmm. and I'm going to get screwed over by this. And how did you miss it? I didn't miss it. I said that on yesterday's show that that was the worst part of the plan was that the top rate didn't go down. Folks, that's where a lot of the income is. All right, some good news, and I'll you know for the weekend I'll leave you with some good news here. So the job numbers came out today; they were excellent. Two hundred and sixty-one thousand new jobs. The unemployment rate is down to four point one percent. But here's uh, here's an analysis I saw this morning in the Wall Street Journal uh, that I thought was interesting, and I'd pass on. Uh, I think it was James Freeman who did an interview with a business leader, and he said, "Listen, you know what what's going on? Why is business uh, optimism?" Uh, non-residential investment. Why is this all picking up now? I mean, it, Joel, I mean, let's be candid mm-hmm. here. The tax cuts haven't even passed yet. Right. I mean, a lot has changed, but it's only been six months. Like, why now? Why is the economy exploding to, like the second Obama got out of office? And the guy had an interesting answer, which, you know, I, I kind of see, but I didn't realize it was as impactful as it was. He said, well, a lot of it's red tape. But he said, and this is where the distinction comes in, where I, he, you know, he, uh, he makes a leap I hadn't made. He said, it's not just that Trump is cutting red tape and government regulations. It's that the business community now understands that the tidal wave of regulations, new ones coming ashore has stopped. 
And I was like, gosh, mm. that's a good point. I wish I would have put out to the early, uh, audience earlier. That the anticipation of a bad business environment is somehow bad, uh, somehow just as bad as an actual red tape morass in and of itself. You see my point, Joe? That the anticipation of red tape is as bad as red tape yeah. itself. Yeah. Okay. Now, to put some numbers behind this, mm-hmm. this was this was a staggering number. The Federal Register right now, which is basically the book of government, federal government red tape, now stands at 45,678 pages. At this same time last year under Obama, Mm -hmm. it stood at 67,900 pages and ended the year at a staggering 97,110 pages. Donald Trump has shrunk the federal red tape rule book by 30%. So now it's not just that a lot of the red tape is going away. It's that the business community finally understands that the government is going to get out of the way and stop issuing new ones. This is important stuff. This has a lot to do with the explosive economic growth. And I think if you combine this with this tax package, and here's my one wrinkle to this. If they can get the top rate down to 28%, this will be, you will be living through one of the most explosive periods of growth in American history. I'm telling you, I'm saying it on tape. These podcasts stay on tape. We don't delete them. If we can get that rate down, I think this, again, I owe you an opinion. I'll take this over nothing because I can't just, we live in the real world, not the world I want it to be, but ideal world if we could pass this as it is now and get that top rate down to the reagan rate of 28 percent in conjunction with trump's war on red tape wow the economy we'd be looking at some growth we haven't seen since the mid-1980s it would be absolutely incredible all right folks thanks again for tuning in go check us out at bongino.com and please subscribe to my email list i'll send you that politico piece and the daily signal piece which sums all this up and gives you the numbers i talked about uh, about the brackets and who's going to win and who's going to lose thanks again i'll see you all on Monday. you just heard the dan bongino show get more of dan online anytime at conservativereview.com you can also get dan's podcasts on itunes or soundcloud and follow dan on twitter 24 7 at d bongino